Hey, everyone. I'm David Chalian, the CNN political director. This is the CNN political briefing. Here's what you need to know in politics for Friday, February 3rd. Next week, I'll be reporting on the State of the Union. But today, today, I'm happy to report that the State of the Union and the state of our economy is strong. President Biden getting a huge boost with the latest jobs numbers in this country prior to his big State of the Union address. Today's the first Friday of the month, and that means we have the official numbers of how many jobs the U.S. economy added last month. The number was eye-popping. Wall Street economists expected the U.S. economy to add 185,000 jobs in January. And instead, what the Department of Labor reported today was that 517,000 jobs were added last month. 517,000. That is a huge increase from the 260,000 jobs that were added in December. Also, in a separate survey, the unemployment rate fell to 3.4%. That is a 53-year low. The last time unemployment was that low? was in 1969, when Neil Armstrong was also walking on the moon. The data from the Bureau of Labor Statistics also shows job gains were widespread in just about every sector. Leading the way, leisure and hospitality, which added 128,000 jobs as America continued to rebound from the pandemic. Wages also grew 4.4% over the past year in January, higher than expected. So these numbers all point to signs that we are not, in fact, in a recession, which somehow doesn't yet completely eradicate the concern among some economists that a recession could still be in the offing. But Moody's chief economist says that it would take a, quote, awful lot to send the U.S. economy into a downturn. Now, he did warn the numbers, though, may be overstated. The issue likely lies with the Bureau of Labor Statistics and how it adjusts for seasonal swings. The Mark Zandi at Moody said the agency has had issues since the pandemic when the economy shut down and reopened. So we should watch to see next month what the revisions look like, because with every month's jobs report, we also get revisions from the previous month. Now, all of that being said, all this good news for the workers of America, and it is, it is unabashedly good news. Economically, it puts the Fed in a tricky position, as we've been talking about for the last year on this podcast when we discussed the economy. The Fed is looking to continue to keep inflation going down. It is still at a high level, though it is on the retreat. And the Fed was looking to see if all the interest rate hikes that they have put in place would slow down the economy so that inflation would continue to fall. Well, when you get a gangbusters jobs number like this, the question becomes, how is the Federal Reserve going to react to that? Because they were starting to and anticipating to wind down these big interest rate hikes, thinking that it was having the desired outcome here. But does this number somehow suggest that the economy is on fire in some way that still needs aggressive maneuvering from the Fed. Listen to Jerome Powell, the head of the Federal Reserve, on Wednesday in Washington. The inflation data received over the past three months show a welcome reduction in the monthly pace of increases. And while recent developments are encouraging, we will need substantially more evidence to be confident that inflation is on a sustained downward path. 
Now, that coincided with him announcing the rate of a quarter of a percentage point on Wednesday, a smaller increase in interest rate than we had seen from the Fed in the last several times they went out and and hiked the interest rates. But you can hear in Powell's words there that he's looking for more evidence that inflation is really on this permanent downward trajectory. And again, these jobs numbers, well, they may complicate that search for that evidence if you're the Federal Reserve. That, however, is not taking the spring out of Joe Biden's step. The president of the United States clearly taking a victory lap today. And even as the job market reaches historic highs, inflation continues to come down. And as inflation is coming down, take-home pay for workers is going up. Couple that with a 2.9% economic growth last quarter. And here's where we stand. The strongest job growth in history. Put simply, I would argue the Biden economic plan is working. When he was asked if he takes any blame for inflation, he said no. Because it was already there when I got here, man. Remember what the economy was like when I got here? Jobs were hemorrhaging. Inflation was rising. We weren't manufacturing a damn thing here. We were in real economic difficulty. That's why I don't. The president also made sure to express his point of view that his critics are now proven wrong. Well, today's data makes crystal clear what I've always known in my gut. These critics and cynics are wrong. While we may face setbacks along the way, and there will be some, there are more work to do, it's clear. Our plan is working because of the grit and resolve of the American worker. It's an amazing thing. If you look at all the public polling that has come out in the last week or so, you see President Biden's approval rating is hovering in the low to mid 40s, somewhere in there. And you see overwhelmingly, by pretty substantial majorities, Americans think the country's on the wrong track. They're still more pessimistic than optimistic about the state of affairs in America. And it used to be that a jobs report like this one, this was the holy grail for presidents. This would dictate their political success. But in our increasingly polarized times, not even these BAFO jobs numbers seem to send Biden on some major upward trajectory in terms of his approval rating. And that just me be the state of our body politic right now where that is just not possible. But it is a different environment than just even 10, 20 years ago where the jobs numbers would come out and it really would be the defining force in American politics. So it will not surprise you that you're going to hear a lot more of President Biden touting these numbers at next week's State of the Union address. Now, you may be scratching your head thinking, well, if these jobs numbers are so good, why do I keep seeing all these news headlines about layoffs, especially in the tech and media sector? And in fact, Labor Secretary Marty Walsh spoke earlier today and was asked if indeed these numbers aren't reflective of those job losses and that we may see them more properly reflected in future reports. Well, I can't speak for the media piece of it, but, but the tech sector, a lot of those folks have already got jobs and there's a lot of jobs out there. I think that that could be a reality. We don't know that yet. We'll, we'll know in the next in the next couple of jobs reports, but something that we, we are monitoring. So, yes, the big difference here between what economists expected and what the data actually showed creates a surprisingly good narrative for the president heading into the State of the Union. But as we've discussed, there are still factors in this economy to be a little wary of. So the president will need to balance that into his rhetoric as he speaks to the country next week. That's it for today's political briefing. 
Thanks so much for listening. And if you like the show, please consider rating and reviewing us on Apple Podcasts. CNN Political Briefing is a product of CNN Audio. Abby Swanson is our executive producer. Greg Peppers is our supervising producer. Fez Jamil is our senior producer. Our episodes are produced by Krista Bowe and Taylor Galgano. We'll be back Monday.